Good morning. Welcome to the Celtic Way Morning Briefing Live. I'm Tony Haggerty at a Haggerty 10 Twitter handle, as you know by now. And I'm joined today by Aidan McDonald at Aidan C. McDonald. It's Friday, February the 17th. Aidan, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, Tony. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Jerry or all. Morning all. Tony slept in again. There you go. Eh? They, they don't miss a trick, do they? they don't. Don't give you any respite, Aidan, but there you have it. Now, first things first, we're going to do what we always do in the morning and direct you to our ticker tape and also the deals that we've got going. And you've got to get involved in this, guys, because time's running out. The, the deadline for entries for this is Tuesday, February the 22nd. Is that right, Aidan? Check that. It's Tuesday. Sorry, it's not. It's Wednesday, the 22nd, midnight. Or 11.59 on midnight on uh, Wednesday, the 22nd of February. You know what I'm going to say. This is a deal open for new and existing subscribers. We're giving away two tickets for Celtic Rangers League Cup Final, Sunday, February 26th. You could be there along with a friend, courtesy of the Celtic way. And if you're an existing subscriber, fill in the forum that will drop in your email inbox. Send it back. You'll be in the draw for the tickets. And if you're a new subscriber, you can see there, a pound for three months, unlimited access to everything we write on the website, and it's all for a touch of a button, click of a button to subscribe, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. You've got to be in it to win it. Two tickets to give away for the final, Aidan. What a, what a prize that is. Yeah, it's an excellent prize, and obviously as well as the tickets, you get access to all of our sort of content. Anything you want, really. So you've got uh, big interviews conducted by yourself, Tony, tactics pieces, scouting pieces, and so much more. So get yourself involved if you're not already subscribed. And as we always do, we say thank you to our sponsors, Seneca and the Celtic Way Morning Briefing. It's now sponsored by Seneca Medical Group. And Seneca are the number one hair transplant company in Europe, and they offer innovative hair restoration treatments and you can find out more about Seneca via the links in the description of this video. So we say thank you to Seneca. Now, Aidan, Celtic. We touched upon it yesterday. They play Aberdeen tomorrow, and uh, lots of well, possible selection dilemmas without going too much into our predicted 11s or our predicted XIs, as you call them. We quite like the predicted XIs, but... Where do you see the dilemmas being? I think the first one is obviously, we touched upon it yesterday, but maybe touched upon it more in depth now. Centre forward, Aiden, is he going to go Dyson Maida or is he going to go O? Or are you going to go Dyson Maida through the middle or O? Or do you not want to say too much? Uh, I think in terms of this one, it's all right to sort of have a wee insight into our both our predicted teams. But I, I think probably... For me, it'd probably be Maida, just because, firstly, he has got more experience, really, than all. Uh, maybe not as much experience playing that position through the middle, because I know, obviously, that's always been his position, whereas uh, Maida, sort of, for Yokohama, F Mariners, and then for Japan, he has played through the middle at times, but he's more been a sort of left forward, or even occasionally off the right wing, and since he's been at Celtic, it has been more of a sort of winger role, but, you know, he, he has done a job there at... Uh, at times for Celtic and obviously he was it like only a couple of minutes after getting put in in the middle against St Martin he scored didn't he so yeah. very much instant impacts for me 
just because O is still sort of working his way in, I think it would be Maida, to be honest, Tony. I, I don't know about you. Would you rather have the big man? I would probably err on caution and do Maida, but Derek Crawford coming in, there's his team, Hart, Johnston, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Starfield, Greg Taylor, Hitati, uh, Callum McGregor, Aaron Moy, Dyson Maida, all through the middle, and Jota, well, that's his start in 11. Celtic signed all to play centre-forward, so if he's fit enough, play him. That's what Derek Crawford's saying. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be one where it's, uh, you know, it'll divide opinion. Maida to start, all coming on with 30 minutes or so to play earlier if Celtic are strolling. Alistair Jackson, all might start in his opinion. Maida all the way, says my ball, gearing up for the cup final. And uh, Ozzy agrees with you, Aidan. Uh, so, curveball, if Kyogo is fit, he starts. Well, we spoke about that the other day. I'm inclined to just leave Kyogo completely so that if he is fit, then he'll be fit for the cup final. And uh, But I would have him on the bench just for the, the boost factor. Alan Woods says, Ange will go Maida or will get 30-odd minutes. And, uh, yeah, so uh, lots of... Uh, Kevin Ferrier coming in, Haksabanovic, Maida and Jota, his front three, Scott McGill, there they're all going for their predicted XIs, Aiden, as you would call them, Hart, Johnston, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Starfield, Taylor, McGregor, Hitati, O'Reilly, Jota, Abada, Maida, and he's even went a 3-0 Celtic, so there you go, uh, John Hill coming in, keep your comments coming guys, enjoy this, playing Maida down the middle, tried and tested, bring her on, hopefully after there are a couple of goals ahead. Lots of school of thought thinking like yourself, Aidan, with the tried and tested with Maida and Oti come on if the game has been put to bed or indeed if they need a goal. That seems to be the thinking amongst the Celtic supporters. But lots of people, a couple of people also saying that O was brought in as centre forward, so no harm in playing him. Yeah, I can understand that point of view. It was just because he, you know, he hadn't even really started the game yet. That was why. I was writing the make go for Maida and the fact that that is who Ange transitioned to at the weekend, eh, sorry, last weekend against St Mum. Yeah. I know it was obviously quite early and the tie when Kyogo went down, maybe it would have been different if it had been the second half, etc. But I just think the fact that he, he trusts Maida, you know, he played there for Japan in the World Cup, etc. Even though that might not be his recognised position against Aberdeen at home in particular, maybe it's a different discussion eh, next week against Rangers, which I know will probably be breaking down in depth in a, a few days' time. But for Aberdeen eh, tomorrow, I, I think Maida would hopefully be able to do the job. And that this, the commenters that we're talking about there, obviously, is, you know, Celtic are doing well in the match, maybe a few goals up, 60-65 minutes, you take off Maida and then you bring on O. That's probably the ideal scenario, Tony, isn't it, really? Yeah, and the commenters are an intelligent bunch, even they, they knock us out of the park in terms of the football knowledge, so... They're just a vehicle to let them you know, <laughs> vent their, their views. But no, I think a lot of people, yeah, are uh, of the same opinion. Came out so coming in, Kyogo's fine, but Andrew pretend otherwise until the morning of the cup final. I, I hope I, so. <laughs> I kind of uh, subscribe to that myself. Uh, Derek Crawford coming in. We nod to Sean with these depth charts and all that. The options are unreal. The squad depth is superb. We've touched upon that a lot, haven't we? Scott McGill coming back in 60 minutes, oh, oh, come on. Yeah, and then happy suicide will come in saying Maida first half, oh, second half. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's certainly a talker, isn't it, Aidan, in terms of, uh, and, but it's just great to have options. Even someone threw up 
Haksibanovic to play as well. You've also got Abada there too, who you can bring in. And even if you really want to, you know, go down your pecking order, there's James Forrest there as well, who and sometimes turn to in moments, especially at home, uh, when he wants them to perform. So you you look at that squad depth, and there is a, a plethora of options, certainly in the attacking Bersaden. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the overall front three, there is plenty of options, isn't there? Uh, you know, Avada, Haksibanovic, uh, Jota, Maida, Forrest, even, just even talking about wingers. And then obviously all through the middle, but as you pointed out there, Tony Abada's played there before, done quite well when he's had to uh, Haksibanovic. When he was sort of signed, he was identified as somebody that could play across the front three. If you were in that situation, then obviously Maida is did that recently against St Mum. So, yeah, there's plenty of options there. It's, we're also hoping Kyogo is okay, particularly ahead of the cup final. Uh, that's probably why there's maybe a wee bit more focus on the whole striker thing right now. Because also across the season, plenty of Celtic players have been scoring goals. It's not like you've been relying on one person, you know, similar to seasons in which, you know, Dembele got 32 or, you know, Griffiths getting 40, etc. It has been players chipping in all over the place. And it's probably one of those ones out of the cup final without looking too far ahead. If that wasn't coming down the line, maybe it was still a few weeks away or, you know, the next derby maybe wasn't the cup final. It was the league game. You maybe wouldn't even be thinking that much about Kilo. You'd maybe be going, well, he's played a lot this season, put in plenty of minutes, maybe just give him a wee break if he's got a knock. But obviously, it's the fact that that game is coming that is in the back of your head, right? Potentially, whoever Ange starts this game that could then be your main striker for at least the start of the, the cup final. So that's probably why there's the added focus. But yeah, the depth's excellent, Tony, and I'm sure whoever comes in there will do a good job. We touched upon this yesterday, that it was so important that Ogle his first goal for Celtic because it takes the pressure off him. And my ball saying thinks he'll be confident and hungry for more goals coming off the bench. I think that too, and you just need to look at the contribution of the players that came off the bench last week, all included. They were all busting and hungry too do something, and they did. They made that impact, Aidan. The game finished 5-1. When they came on, it was 1-0. So that's, uh, as Ange Postacoglu is fond of saying, it's not about the starting 11 or a finishing 11. You get minutes, you make an impact. That's your job. Yeah, I mean, the St. Mern game pretty much proved that philosophy, didn't it? All the subs contributed. I know Haxabanovich didn't score, but I actually thought he did quite well when he came on, uh, just in terms of his touches and causing that danger from the wide areas. And obviously Hitati scored two, uh, and O'Reilly scored. So yeah, and all, all sorry as well scored. So all, all the all the players did uh, contribute coming off the bench, which is positive because between now and the end of the season, uh, there's obviously going to be a lot of football to be played, particularly if Celtic remain in the Scottish Cup after the quarter final against Hearts. So there is going to be games that you're maybe not always going to be winning when these substitutes are coming on. It could be. You could be drawing or you could be losing. So having players coming on and contributing off the bench is really important. Yeah. Just an aside here, uh, Kevin Ferrier keeps coming and she doesn't know why he's getting the forum. Uh, so he wants to be put in a draw. Kevin, can I ask you to email either myself or Sean? Probably Sean would be better with the email address that you subscribed to the Celtic way with. Not right, Aidan. I think that's what we need. We need don't yeah, we? that's the process. Yep, that's what, what Sean was explaining. So if you're just able to email either Sean or Tony, they, they should be able to sort of get in contact with you and hopefully be able to sort it from there. Yeah, if you email us with your email address that you subscribe to the Celtic Way with, we'll try and sort that out before 
uh, Wednesday's deadline. So if anyone else is having those problems, email myself and Sean with the email address that you signed up to the Celtic Way with. Thanks very much, and hopefully you'll get sorted and you'll be in that draw. Now, Aidan, I'm just coming on to this. Jason Mudgard has uh, thrown up another potential uh, question or dilemma or quandary for Ange Postacoglu. It's one we were going to talk about, actually. Another selection question is Aaron Moy versus Matt O'Reilly. Thoughts? Well, Jason, I think both of us have our thoughts on this. Uh, now, my thoughts are I, I love O'Reilly as a footballer, but I think on current forum, you have to keep Aaron Moy in the side. But I was delighted for O'Reilly last week that he got his goal. That was a wee weight off his shoulders. But And I'm just delighted that O'Reilly looks like the player is going to contribute again. And it won't be long before he's tapping on the door to get back in the side. But on current form, Aidan, I'm going to say Moy, Aaron Moy. I think you're probably of a similar opinion or maybe you're different. So, obviously, I wouldn't have any issues with Aaron Moy starting. And I've been championing him for a while. I remember before the, the Ibrox game, I was saying, you know, I'd want him to start, and then he came on, did, did quite well, and really since then, he's, he's kicked on, hasn't he? But I, I think for this game, just because O'Reilly scored, Moyes played, you know, quite a lot of football, given he's a wee bit older, I, I think O'Reilly might start this game, Tony. Uh, but I, I wouldn't have any issues. It's not one of those ones that, you know, you you don't have this for any position, really, given the strength of the squad, but you see the team sheet and you go, oh, we're really at a disadvantage now because so and so's not playing. There are also players that you kind of always hope to be including maybe McGregor, Carter, Vickers, Kyogo when he's fit. But the majority of positions don't go, oh, that's us at a real disadvantage because so and so's not playing. And I think that O'Reilly, just because of the momentum from that goal, I know that's probably quite a basic reason to put somebody in. If it was everybody's scoring, guaranteed a place in the next game, then probably there would have been a period recently that we never made any substitutions because the team was always just the same. But I, I think just for this match coming up tomorrow, I, I would just like to see O'Reilly, to be honest, Tony. Fair enough. That's that's a good call. Derek Crawford, Moy 100% for him. Scott McGill, Moy's needing a rest. And blind as a bat, O'Reilly for the Aberdeen game, but Moy for the final. Scott McGill come back in with the same save Moy for the Rangers game. So I guess it's another one that's dividing opinion, Aidan. Michael Ross saying wrap Moy up in cotton wool and keep him safe for the cup final. And Alistair, Jack, Calmack, O'Reilly and Rio Hattati are our best three in, mid, best three in the middle. Uh, so rotate up top, he's saying. Fast Tank says play both by Ida and all through the middle. There you go. They would cause carnage. And uh, Jerry Rose asking you in somebody else's house, Tony, different background. No, I'm in my own house. I'm just in the spare room. So there you go. It's a bit of feng shui going on in the window there, as you can see. Some things the windows at that side. See, you just like to keep everybody on your toes. But you notice these things, guys, don't you? But the garden's all done. The Tony Towers is all sorted now. So um, be no more drilling at Al Eden. But yes, uh, lots of uh, opinions on. Moy and O'Reilly, you're you're going for O'Reilly because he's got the momentum of having scored his first goal this season last week. Uh, Beach Boys coming in, people talking Moy up as the Aussie Messi. I wouldn't go that far. They're just enjoying what he's producing. Yeah, he's been yeah. phenomenal, and you, you could argue that even though O'Reilly scored last week and Moy did have a bit of quite a quieter game, he, 
you probably couldn't argue too much that taking Moy out would be a bit of a surprise decision just because of how good he's been. I mean, every single game, really, up until uh, the St. Mon one, that was assisting goals pretty much all the time and his control in the game was excellent. Even that game last weekend, he didn't play particularly bad. It was just quiet. It was a wee bit stuffy until Hattati got the penalty, which obviously I know you and Sean spoke about at the start of the week. It was just just one of those games the way, the way they can sometimes go. But uh, look, if Moy was starting, it, I think everybody would be quite happy with that. And it, obviously, we don't once again don't want to look too far ahead, but it probably is then a different discussion for the cup final next week. In terms yeah. of that, I feel I'm probably in the sort of team I'm thinking of, which won't reveal too much, also with the predicted 11 still to come. But that I'm probably, at, I know Andrew wouldn't be thinking like this and he wouldn't want any player to be thinking like this, but I probably you do have sort of one eye on the cup final next week. It's, it's just the way it is, isn't it? I'm sure human nature, you do probably yeah. say as well. Yeah, before 20 somewhere coming in with these title, Aaron, Aaron Moy, Aaron, Aaron Moy. And if you saw the, the Valentine's Day messages the other day, he even had a goat singing it himself, didn't he, Aidan? So there you go. Scott McGill laughing at me, la- laughing out loud. Tony's been sent to the spare room. Well, I've not been sent to the spare room. I've voluntarily gone into the spare room. But there you have it. And for those asking about the Greg Taylor song, I spoke to my father. I think it's still a work in progress. We'll, we'll get back to you on that Monday. One. On Monday. Jerry Ross saying the spare room's in the doghouse. No, I'm, I've never been in a doghouse. I'm quite a kind of mild mannered janitor, as you can see, guys. Eric. It's all good. But the trips miss nothing, they didn't do they? They miss absolutely nothing. But yes, we are quite content that. If either Moy or O'Reilly start tomorrow, we're happy with that, Aidan. doesn't really yeah. affect the balance and structure of the team too much. Yeah, given that it is an important position, obviously, but given it is just one of the sort of midfield three, I like to think it wouldn't affect the balance too much. And I'm sure if it does, it'll be an instant swap at half-time or whatever. Or in the second half, we've seen that way, and you can be not afraid to make changes at times. So, yeah, I, I don't think it would disrupt the team too much. If either one of them played, my, my preference just for tomorrow would be O'Reilly. We did score a cracking goal waiting to get off the mark. So, uh, Alistair Jackson, Haksabanovic, Abada, and O tomorrow. There you go. To, to keep the Rangers manager guessing his cup final attacking lineup, I'm sure it'll be part of Ange. Might work like that as well, Aidan, that he won't give to. Won't show his hand too much in terms of the cup final team, will he? Maybe, I don't know. Or maybe he just wants... Uh, he, he doesn't really believe in momentum as such. He just wants that team to turn up and play their football and things take care of themselves. So, But like you, he'll have an eye on his cup final team, won't he? He'll be thinking. And like everything else, players can play themselves into contention and out of contention for a cup final place on the basis of tomorrow and in training this week. Exactly. And I mean obviously we hope we hope this doesn't happen, but players can get injured within that spell as well. So yeah. he's going to want to make sure that everybody that is involved there tomorrow, whether it's starting or substitute, is contributing because if something was to happen uh, in the sort of seven days after that, then he wants to make sure that somebody can just come in and fill that position. But yeah, I think he will have a slight eye on the cup final. I mean it's only natural. In terms of but that might just be like in terms of like what team he's thinking of picking, but in terms of really like trying to send a message sort of to like, uh, Michael B. O. Rangers or keep them guessing, 
I don't know if he'll look at it like that, to be honest. No. I think he'll just want to put a team out to win that game. And I'm sure all his focus, you know, the last couple of days and, and tomorrow will be on uh, the, the Aberdeen game. But probably in the back of his mind, even if he's not discussed that publicly with the, with the players or his staff, maybe even they will have a slight eye on the cup final. It's only natural, given how big a game it is. Yeah, I don't think Andrew will be concerned whatsoever about sending messages out to Michael Beale or Rangers will take any kind of or the thought of playing Rangers next to enter any thought into his head. It's all about Aberdeen, it's all about three points, it's all about chalking them off until Celtic can hopefully see it over the line and win the title, Aiden. I always say every week, just be clinical and professional and the game and results should take care of itself if, as Andrew always says, they turn up and they play their brand of football. You're quite confident in the manager to pick the right team. You're quite confident in the players to be able to deliver said result. Yeah, I mean, since obviously the World Cup break, it's been pretty much flawless outside of the draw Ibrox, which the way it ended up at the time, the the, the way the team played maybe wasn't great, but in, in hindsight, it probably was a decent enough result. Uh, so really, it has, apart from that, they've been winning and dominating games all the time, Tony, so... Yeah, it's been very professional since obviously they've came back from the World Cup and fingers crossed that keeps going tomorrow. It ain't broke. It doesn't need fixing, Aiden. As you say, they've been eyebooks apart. They've been pretty flawless. So we'll come to a prediction at the end. But I wanted to touch on this, Aiden, something that dropped in a lot of... Now Celtic shared how, and that now have also set out a kind of circular and it's under the banner of the Celtic End and it's been launched in conjunction with the Green Brigade, the Boy Celtic and the North Curve Celtic and the Celtic End's a campaign and it's open to all Celtic fans and their aim is to turn the lower tier of the traditional Celtic End, the Jockstein stand, into a full standing area at Celtic Park because currently the standing section in the North Curve holds 2,700 with a similar number of fans on the waiting list now, the organisers want to turn the Jockstein stand into a standing zone, the stadium to allow more fans to stand and also improve the parkhead atmosphere. So a statement from the North Curve Twitter page read, Borussia Dortmund's yellow wall was arguably the most iconic stand in world football. In Rome and across Italy, you have the famous Quervas and even closer to home, the Cotton Liverpool retains mythical status. Yet at Celtic Park, Sorry, trying again. Yet at Celtic Park, a place we like to think tops all else, it lacks a traditional end of reputation and influence. And the Celtic supporters have all considerably in the last decade, and the fans want to stand at matches, yet only 2,700 are given that option. There's a similar number on the waiting list. And in, on the famous European nights at Celtic Park, most of the Lisbon Lions end stand, and at Hamden, the entire goal end usually everybody chooses to stand. So they're saying the appetite is the appetite is unquestionably there, Aidan. And they believe that if the standing capacity at Celtic Park is increased, then the big question is going to be where, and they believe that the, the answer is fairly obvious. They want to cater for all people that want to stand, and they see that as being uh, housed and accommodated in the Celtic end. And tomorrow, volunteers will be out distributing leaflets to, and targeting season ticket holders who currently sit in the Jockstein stand. So, where do you stand on that, Aidan, in terms of they want to try and create the, you know, the Borussia Dortmund famous yellow wall? Now, I've campaigned for ages about the, well, not campaign, but I've mentioned it, that I wanted the, the tunnel to be called the Bertie Old Tunnel. But if they're going to have a wall, 
they call it the Bertie Wall, can't they? Hey, boom, boom. But uh, yeah, they're trying to get more people standing at games. You've seen it a lot in recent games, and they're saying that it would add to the atmosphere. Are you a fan of that? Do you subscribe to that? Would you like to see the lower tier of the Jockstein stand become a, an old standing section? Guys, get your comments in. Uh, I want to know you, your thoughts on that as well. Yeah, I think, I think it would be a good idea, to be honest, Tony. Uh, I think it would improve the atmosphere, and a lot of fans do stand at games anyway. Yeah. I know Hamden is a different example, but you you know what it's like when you go to Hamden. I was, I was there recently for the St. Johnson game, and people do always stand, and I know that there, there will be exceptions. Maybe if people have got younger kids in that section, they might not suit them wanting to stand the whole game. Uh, I, I get that, but that might obviously the club if they were doing that they would have to offer an option if somebody wanted to relocate or yes uh, an, an alternative that that would need to be worked out at. so i understand people may have a concern about that but i think it's a good idea personally and i have no doubt that it probably would improve the atmosphere i mean you've seen i know it's obviously been a while now the standing section put in i think it was just when brendan order was arriving the start of the 16 17 season and it's undoubtedly in my opinion anyway improved the atmosphere the atmosphere was always good on a uh, European nights, but I think domestically, obviously some games are quieter than others, and you know it can be a cold, cold midweek against Livingston. It's maybe not always allowed us, but you always hear the section in the corner. <laughs> so I producing it in my opinion, anyway, a really good atmosphere. So yeah, I would be completely behind that. I think it's a really good idea. I'm actually surprised it's not something that's been uh, put forward a wee bit sooner. I know it's been sort of discussed in circles, but I, I get they were probably maybe waiting for a while that they had the evidence of obviously the original stand station being successful, but yeah, I think it'd be really good. I mean, just in terms of obviously the, the Dortmund thing, what it's going to, you're probably never going to be able to recreate something like that. That's iconic. It's been like that for, for years. You're never going to be able to probably get it to that level, but if you can get something kind of similar, uh, or even like a, a first, uh, obviously until like the majority of stadiums or all the stadiums, sorry, in Britain became seated, if you could get a sort of first in terms of a certain amount of fans standing in the stadium from that point of view in the standing stage, then I think that would be quite good. I, I would be all for it, personally. Now, JP comes in and says, a green ball in the old Celtic end would be magic. B says, we just need a new three-tier south stand built from scratch. And uh, somebody was laughing at me because I asked you, where are you where you stand on that, Aiden? I was going to say that, Tony. Was that <laughs> <laughs> or, or where you sit on that, I don't know. Alan would say the green wall, big thumbs up to that. Yeah, there's playing as a bat. Where do you stand on that? Big laughing face. Fast tank, call it the Bobo Baldy wall. Or you could call it the Fraser Foster wall. He was called the, the Great Wall, wasn't he? The La Grand Morala. Derek Crawford saying, great point. Brown Warrior, okay, sorry. Uh, probably. Uh, the atmosphere at Dortmund is superb. If we'd done it, Celtic Park would be even better. Yeah, this is the point. I think that Derek was with the things get bigger, the bigger standing section. Well, that's what's I, your thoughts on it, Tony? Where do you stand on it? Do you think I, uh, I think it's a great idea, certainly in theory, isn't it? I think the practicalities might be a bit more on the logistics of it were difficult because if you're in the Celtic end and you don't want to give up your seat that you've had for years and years and years, then how are you going to convince somebody to move? That's the thing. That's I think this, that's the whole discussion that's going to take place, and that's why 
the leaflets are targeting people yeah. who I mean, be dialogue about that, wouldn't Yeah, there has to be extensive dialogue about that, hasn't there, moving forward. Uh, and, yeah, I, I think certainly you see the yellow wall, Dortmund, and you, you, it's, it's, you're not envious of it, but it, it's quite a spectacle, isn't it? It's something, and you actually wonder why probably Celtic haven't had, you know, you've got to go back to the old jungle days Well, when I used to. Uh, go into the jungle and many others went into the jungle for that kind of atmosphere that it created and I have to say the, the Green Brigade do bring a lot of colour and a lot of atmosphere to Celtic and there's over 2,700 of them but I think there is an increased and a growing appetite to stand at football match and I think as well Tony there's obviously at least another yeah. 2,000 people that are interested in doing it yeah and I think if you're going to you know, enter into serious discussion and dialogue about this. You've got to be an adult about it and treat people like adults. There's adults wanting to stand at a football match. Can you cater for them? And if so, how are you going to go about doing that? And uh, all sorts of people need to be involved. Obviously, health and safety people need to be involved as well because that's a concern too. But if it ticks all the boxes and all the criteria can be met, I'm all for it. But I don't want corners cut on it. I don't want any kind of, uh, you know, just a, a kind of a quick solution to it. Let's do this properly, and if it can be done, yeah, I'm 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 all for it because I think it's something that Celtic could benefit from in the long run. Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, when it came to the original this uh, standing section, the one that was put in, in twenty sixteen, you know, that was quite a long process, wasn't it? There was a lot of dialogue. It was, mm. it was well thought out. It wasn't something that was, you know suggested in uh you know the june and then on the may sorry like at the end of the season then it suddenly just came in it was something that was well thought out and there was plenty of discussions and i'm sure it would be similar this time and obviously you would need to cater for uh, people that maybe aren't they've sat there for years and maybe they don't want to stand i understand that uh, i understand that mm. <laughs> uh, but i think long term it would it would be something that would be positive to it make the atmosphere even better at Parkhead, and it might even be the case at the start of it, it's maybe like only part of the stand uh, gets turned into a standing section, and then from that, yeah. you know, there are people that maybe originally didn't want to give up, but they're still sitting in that stand, they're maybe able to be moved along a wee bit or whatever. If they're going to do it, I want it done properly, right? I want proper dialogue, proper discussion with all parties, all parties involved in, in everything you know, above board, copper bottom, all the criteria ticked off, you know, and uh, Derek Crawford, but pessimistic, he said, let's be honest, the police and the council won't approve it, in my opinion. That is possible in my book. I did approve the last time, though, to be yeah. fair. Uh, I, I think, that if, see, this was a one, uh, this was a first time, sorry, uh, you know, Tony, if there wasn't already a standing section, it would maybe be something that seemed not impossible, but quite far off, but, you know, Celtic have obviously got it, uh, Kilmarnock, uh, they've got it. I think it's also a bit of a small section in Celtic's one. Uh, Wolves have got one down south. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think there was, what, there was another Premier League team, I now can't remember, that's either got it or is very close to putting one in. So that, that's sort of just three teams. I'm sure I'm missing, there might be all league teams as well down south that have, I'm not talking about Tedison, obviously, like actual specific set outstanding sections. That I'm probably forgetting about. So there has been evidence of it being successful. Obviously, this would be a different level in terms of the majority 
in terms of the sorry the amount of the stadium that would be getting turned into it, but the fact that there has been dialogue before, it's been successful, it's been approved, it would lead me to think that it's got a decent chance of happening, if there's appetite from it from the fans, obviously. Of course, and my ball comes in, so it needs to be dialogue and dare I say it, with the Green Brigade to need to keep everything about Celtic and it should all be about supporting the boys. Totally that's that's part of supporting that. the team, though. That can yeah. be something that improves the support of the team, do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Uh, that sound session. So... But uh, lots of thoughts on that. But most people think it's a good idea. But most people, some people think that the police and the council would veto it. We'll need to see what happens. But I think the the first part of it is that there you go, Andrew Gillier, bigging you up, Aiden, clever young man. There you go. Uh, thanks for that, Andrew. Last time I've been called that, Tony. You know what I mean? <laughs> first time for everything. In- <laughs> Fast tank saying a very professional podcast. We should be working for the club. That's very, very kind. Appreciate that. Appreciate everybody that comes on and uh, puts comments in the section and lets us debate them in a kind of reasonable and sound manner. Aidan, we do that every day. Uh, and on that note, I'll tell you why and where we do it every day. And a chance to win two tickets for the League Cup final. Got to get involved. Uh, in this, it's open to new and existing subscribers. You can be on your way to Hamden, courtesy of the Celtic way. If you're an existing subscriber, fill in the form that drops into your email inbox and send it back. You'll be in the draw for two tickets. The draw will be made at midnight. Uh, no, the, the draw will be made on Thursday, 23rd. The deadline's midnight, Wednesday, 22nd of February. One lucky subscriber is going to win two tickets to the League Cup final, Aiden. And if you're a new subscriber, it costs you a pound. For three months for unlimited access to everything we write on the website. That's all for a click of a button, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. That's www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And before we go, just also say thank you to our sponsor, Seneca, Celtic Way Morning Briefing, now sponsored by Seneca Medical Group. And Seneca, the number one hair transplant company in Europe, and they offer innovative hair restoration treatments. And you can find out more about Seneca via the links in the description of this video. Aidan, we've covered a plethora of topics today. O or Maida, Aaron Moy or O'Reilly, and standing at the football. But the one thing we haven't covered, Aidan, is prediction. So is it age before beauty or... No wisdom before youth, I don't know, or, or whatever. Are you going to go first? Am I going to go first? Take it you away. Go first, you go first. I'll go first. Okay, I'll say 3 0 to Celtic. There you go. I will go for 3 1. Same prediction I said for the St. One game, which if I'm, as I was message, messaging you when I was at the game, Tony, for a while I was very smug. I thought I was going to be at and then course, You were indeed. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I think it was like two minutes later, Ray was calling like three minutes later. I thought he scored, so I didn't put it on anyway. So no one was lost, but yeah, three one, I'll go for Tony. It didn't go unnoticed by your colleagues, i.e., myself and Sean, who were killing ourselves laughing when the smug grin was wiped off your coupon. But that's neither here nor there. But yes, three one tomorrow, Aiden, three nils, says my good self. Guys, which are five nil, says Michael Ross, four nil, Jerry O'Raw. 2-0 blind as a bat, 7-1. <laughs> Brian Warrior, there you go. Uh, oh, what a night, 3-1. Jamie Young agreeing with you. Fast Tank saying, cheers, Tony, you're welcome. Nah, you're very kind. We always 
we couldn't do it without you guys. We we love the interaction. We do it every day, ten o'clock ish. Some people dig us up on that. Two 0 hoop says Ben five one five K Marshall three 0 uh, Alan Woods four 0 Happy Suicide will start in eleven. We'll do that in the predicted lineups. That will form the newsletter, and you can read all about that on the website tomorrow. Will McMillan six 0 There you have it. And JP says Robson will have them well organised. A tight one now to Celtic. Common denominator there, Aiden, is it? They all think Celtic are going to win. So there you have it. Well, result dependent, Aiden. I always say it. Have a wonderful weekend, guys. If you're going to the football, enjoy it. Hope Celtic produce their brand of football as a manager says and tick off another one on the way to hopefully re- uh, sort of retaining the Scottish Premiership t- title. But yeah. It's always result dependent, but if you're going along to Paradise tomorrow, enjoy the game. Aiden, first class, you're a very clever young man, Aiden. Did you know that? Hey, take the uh, I, like, I think you should just keep saying that, Tony. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that, I'm quite to say. Indeed. Guys, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Aiden, take care. Cheers. Which is awesome. Cheers, guys. <laughs>